Welcome to the podcast where relationships, confidence, and determination all converge into an amazing heartfelt experience. This is Speaking from the Heart. Welcome back to episode number 74 of Speaking from the Heart. Today we'll have Jennifer Hensel joining us. Jennifer is 41 years old and has owned her own personal training business called Valkyrie Fitness for over five years. She trains clients and also runs fun group boot camps. And she recently started as a real estate agent in an exciting career change of adventure, which we talk about the unique differences between running a real estate business and being in the fitness industry in this episode. Jennifer has two kids, a daughter who's 15 and a son who's almost 13, and they live in New Cumberland, Pennsylvania with her boyfriend, Mike, which include three dogs, two rats, two ducks, and 18 chickens. Now, despite all the farmland that she has to do all those different things, I think what I found really interesting is the connection that she has within her own family, which you hear about this interesting discovery that I found out during this episode. But you also realize that there's different people along the way that we play off to with our strengths. And that in itself allows us to become the ultimate being that we want to be in our life. We can be homegrown in more ways than just one. And with that, let's go to the episode. All right, we're here with Jennifer Hensel. Jen, thanks for sharing your heart with us today. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I am too. And full disclosure, I've already let a little bit about you already out there in the world and what you do. And really, my first question for you is, and I seem to always have this sort of question that I ask people, especially in the fitness industry, because I've had a few people already on the show about it. What got you prompted into helping people with fitness? I'm really curious about the answer to that question. Well, yeah, I have been into fitness pretty much from my high school career on. I played sports in high school. And I'm actually a twin. I have a twin sister. We're identical twins. And I remember it was probably our junior year. And that summer she started going to the gym. And when we had to do the mile run for field hockey, she beat me. And that was a problem. So that's when I started going to the gym. And as the years went on, I actually got into Advocare, which is a supplement company and I started promoting that along with my fitness and I was helping people that way mostly women and the biggest thing that I heard from them is that they were afraid to go into a gym they didn't know what to do so then I started holding free boot camps in the community just for fun and to give them a place to work out. And then from there, it just kind of spiraled. And I got into wanting to do it as my job because I'm like, if I'm just doing this like part-time for fun, I want to do this as my job. So I got a job at Crunch Fitness. And from there, I got my NASN certification. And I was not there very long, probably about four months. And I decided it wasn't for me. It was just too restrictive on what I could do as a trainer. And there were just a lot of rules and guidelines. And I didn't like that. So then that's when I decided to start bathroom fitness, which I've been in business now for five and a half years. 
And I started Macri Fitness. I had a gym in my basement. So I didn't go to a gym where I had to pay rent or anything like that. So my clients come to my house and train them and all the equipment. And then I also continued doing outdoor boot camps at Castler Park in York. And it's just been what I've been doing since. I actually had a move in the process. So I'm still continuing. It just moves with me. So it's been fun. When you were starting the business, essentially, and helping these people, and maybe even before that, when you were doing just the free boot camps, was there a particular group of people that you were trying to help? Those that maybe were older, maybe having some sort of health issue? I mean, you don't hear very often of people saying, oh, well, I'm just going to do this and anybody that comes will just come. And I had friends myself that have done something of that nature. They've kept with it for a little bit, but then they kind of change direction. So I guess this is question is two prong. One is why? <laughs> why would you do that and help people with that with, for free? But then secondly, it's been five and a half years. What keeps you going? Well, I guess for me, starting out, I didn't really have a niche. And I started out doing it for free just because I just wanted people to come and have fun. And at the time, I was not certified to be a trainer. So I felt like I just shouldn't be charging people to come. Now, obviously, now I charge people. But at the time, it was just something you're like, hey, let's just do this for fun. I'm doing it too. And that kind of thing. And then when I started my business, I just wanted to help anybody. So I worked with teenagers, older people, men, women. And as time has gone on, I have narrowed it down that I do prefer working with women. So I work primarily with women. And I do have once in a while a male, like males are welcome at boot camp. They have come. And the average age is between 40 and I have clients that have stuck with me, they're 65. So wow, in 40 and 65. And I tend to have more of a bodybuilding training style. So lifting weights. And also depending on their age, if they're older, we do more functional fitness. So for them, it's not about necessarily losing weight. It's more about getting stronger. I have one that she plays golf and her golf swing has improved. And she said that it's easier to get up and down off the toilet. Like stuff like that is important when you get older that you're not thinking about when you're younger. And then my younger ones that I train, it is a little more intense. And then my boot camps are definitely more of the hit style. We do some weights and more cardio based. But what was the second part of your question? Yeah, I think you kind of answered it because what I was asking is, A, what is it that you have done with the group of people that you really focus on and really the why? And I think you really covered both of those aspects. But maybe if you wanted to, could you elaborate a little bit? Because you said earlier about being part of these free boot camps that you did. That was something that you did in the beginning before you started charging. Why was that initially what you did before you started charging people or... I like to call it knowing your value. <laughs> Honestly, I think I felt like I had a little bit of limitation on myself and thought 
people aren't going to follow me. They're not going to want to do this. So maybe if I just do it for free, then it doesn't hold, obviously, for me as much value, I guess. So yeah. honestly, though, when I offered boot camps for free, I see no difference from offering them for free and charging and having clients pay for them now. So I definitely have learned along the way. I have too. And I feel like I had that sort of feeling myself. I have called it on the show imposter syndrome, where Mm -hmm. I had this sort of feeling of no one's ever going to come to me and do this. And no one's going to pay for what I have to offer. But we kind of get ourselves into it. And then we experiment with it. And that light bulb sort of turns on saying, ah, I can do it. So I, I know what you mean by that. And I'm curious because you touched on something earlier that kind of had me interested. First off, how is it to have a twin sister? No, I'm just kidding. Let's not answer that question. I don't want to incriminate you. And then she hears later, oh, really? You said that about me? We're very competitive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you're on the podcast. She isn't. So you exactly. won in that regard. Yeah, exactly. So you won. But is having that relationship with your sister helped to become who you are today? Because you said literally that it has helped you to really get in shape and then kind of go into this field. But has she been a big influence for you as you continue to build this? I think so. I mean, really, we both kind of do the same thing. So I mean, uh, why she... am I not surprised by that? <laughs> yeah, we started out different paths, but now we've been on kind of the same path, a little different, but. I think with the competitive, like I'm competitive in anything I do, but with her, it was definitely someone that I always felt like I have to be just as good or a little bit better because as a twin, it just, everybody just thinks you're the same person and you're not. And I mean, we have completely different personalities. So I felt like if she was doing better in a certain part of life, and I was going to be left out in or be compared, which we're compared anyway. But I guess I just felt like I always had to like keep up, so to speak. So I do think she was a big influence and obviously still working out. Like it's kind of sometimes in the back of my head, like I can't stop working out because she still works out and I can't let her look better than me or something like that. But off topic, we did not find out that we were identical twins until we were 40 years old. And we are 41. I was going to say, wait a moment. I literally just read that you are 41 and you literally just found out in the last year that you're identical twins. How's that? How did that happen? So my mom did not know that she was pregnant with twins. When they checked for a heartbeat, there was always only one. And so they don't know if our heartbeats were in sync or if one was in front of the other. This was in the 80s. So they also didn't do an ultrasound unless it was needed. and. She went into labor, had me, and then the doctor was like, oh, there's another one in there. So the doctor told her that we were fraternal. And I said, but how did he really know? It's like they didn't know that you were having twins. So then as a joke, growing up, everyone always says, are you sure you're not identical? You guys look like you're identical. So finally, joking, I said to my parents, you should get us a DNA test for our 40th birthday. And they did. and. We sent it and it came back that we are pretty much almost 100% identical. Wow. 
<laughs> it kind of turns into, oh, well, this would be really fun to do to, oh, shoot, we actually are sort of related to yeah. each other. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a fun story. Has that changed your dynamic a little bit or has it been the same? No, it's always been the same. I mean, we've always been pretty close. We talk every day and now it's just a fun story we get to tell people. <laughs> it's a fun story in itself. I mean, I've known people that have gotten DNA tests because they find out that they're related to somebody that they have never met in their lives and they come into life like, oh, yeah, I am related to you. And then it turns out that, oh, shoot, that it is coming back as sort of the truth. And it's sort of those stories of, wow, I can't believe that's happened. Which, in that same vein, I was pivoting back to your business a moment. So you have Valkyrie Fitness and your identical sister essentially has something along the same lines. Do you guys do it differently? Because you were talking a little bit of how your business is and how she does some things. But I was curious, does she do anything different from you in terms of the fitness realm? She's more into the nutrition side of things. So she does more of that and also a physical therapy assistant. So she does that also. So she kind of does the nutrition stuff as a side job to her full-time job. Do you guys play off each other when it comes to even helping each other's clients? So, for example, if you had somebody in your group that was like, oh, I need some nutritional help, do you send it to your trend sister? I have. I mean, I can give basics. So some people are just looking for, like, basic nutritional help. But I'll send people her way. And then if people want training, she'll send them my way. Yeah. This is kind of a interconnected question then, <laughs> to put it bluntly. Have you ever had a client, and if you tell me, no, I never had, I'm okay with it. Have you ever had somebody that has gone through your fitness regimen, has also received the help of your identical sister, and has essentially transformed their life? Meaning that they start out fitness, they're thinking that they were going to get some help that way, they went over then to the nutrition side and they have just been a complete success story. And if you do know somebody, don't mention their name, but tell us a little bit about what that journey has been for them, if you can share some of those details. Yeah, so I do have someone, but it wasn't somebody that was using me and my sister for nutrition, but she came to me and she wanted to do a bodybuilding show. And so she had a lot of weight to she had a pretty long journey ahead of her to be able to do a fitness competition. And she trained with me three times a week for, gosh, she was with me for over a year. It might have been two years. It was never a year. And then she came and when she was there, she busted her butt. And she just had that mentality of, I'm going to do this. And I helped her with her nutrition. But she kind of just took it and went with it on her own. And then she just had to stop training. And then I ran into her. She told me she was going to keep working out. She was going to the gym. I ran into her at the gym. This was a couple months later. And she was completely like, she looked great when she left me. But then it was obvious that she continued with that journey. So my goal is to always teach my clients to 
continue their journey without me. You shouldn't need your trainer forever, even though I'd love to train you forever. You should be able to take what you're learning and then go and do it on your own at some point. And that's exactly what she did. And I haven't seen her, but she was getting ready, she said, to enter into a show. But then I haven't seen her and I don't know if she did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's amazing. Well, if you're out there, we are looking for you. Please get in contact with Jen as soon as possible. We really want to know what happened to finish this story. We'll have you on the show. We can have you explain it. But in all honesty, I love that because for some of us, we often think, yeah, once we have them locked in, it's all ours. We're going to be able to have them forever. Ha ha ha. It's sort of like the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde or Dr. Frankenstein sort of thing that we can have this creation. But that's not really what we're doing. We're really helping people. And I've had plenty of people on my show and even specifically, I've talked about this, about the importance of empowering those people. So giving them the skills, the life skills, or in your case, the fitness skills to be able to do that on their own, which is why I find it so connecting, essentially, that you're talking about doing at home, having it homegrown, kind of turning it into this sort of mini empire that you're building yourself. And then you're having other people take those skills along the way. Has there been somebody maybe in the last five years since you've opened that they have reached out to you and said, wow, thank you so much, Jen. You have really given me the skills to really excel. Has there been a story like that? And how has that made you feel, especially being somebody that had a personal touch or sort of an embodiment of that experience with that person? So I actually had somebody, she actually was bad-mouthing me to me. Wow. In a private message on Facebook, she had a lot of not very nice things to say about me, basically saying that I wasn't helping the right people. I only work with people who are already in shape. And I'm like, I can't help who comes to me. And at first I was really upset. And I'm like, why would she say these things to me? And so I just responded and basically defended myself. And then she responded and she's like, wow, I didn't expect you to respond that way. She decided that she wanted to train with me. (laughs) At first, I was like, I am not training this person. She just was so mean to me. Why would I train her? And then I decided, you know what? I'm going to prove to her that I can help her. And so I always say you should follow the person that you want to become, like who you might want to be more like. If you're following negative people, you're going to be negative. If you're following positive people, you're going to be more positive. You're not going to get advice from a poor person. If you want to be rich, you're going to get advice from a rich person. So with training, I feel like you should be getting advice from a trainer who is in shape and is following what they preach as opposed to someone who's out of shape and is not following what they are preaching to other people. And she kind of had that frame of mind was that I can't train with somebody like you because you don't understand. You don't have the struggles that I have. So then she decided she wanted to train with me. And at first I was going to tell her now, but then I decided to train her and give her a chance. And she trained with me for three months because that's just what she could afford. And she lost like 25 pounds in that three months. And I'm telling you, she would come and a lot of training sessions turn into therapy sessions. And 
she cried more than she didn't in her training sessions, not because of the workouts, but because we were talking about something else and she would cry. And she ended up having this great transformation, not just physically, but also mentally. I could see it. And how she came with me in the beginning to how she left, she was just so much more positive. And she was so great soul. And she raved about me on the internet. And she didn't think she could do it. She didn't think that she could have the results that she had. So that was honestly probably my favorite story just because of how it started and then how it ended. That is simply incredible. I never heard a story like that where someone's just bad mouthing you and saying, you only work out with the best people. And I hate that so much. I know I normally don't say the word hate for my listeners that have been following me all along. I normally don't say that because it's such a strong word, but you never know that person that's coming in. They might have everything put together, but they might actually need some help because they are struggling inside. And it, although you were in the intention of, yeah, I'm going to help them out physically, like you said, you did help them in the mental sense with getting them into that mindset and helping them to get to that next level. So that's incredible. And kudos to you to say, you know what? I am going to put it wrong. And I was thinking, yeah, that's because Jen is competitive and she wanted to make a point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Jen, I want to ask you, this is very interesting. I don't think I've had anybody on the show that has done this yet. You do fitness, but you also do real estate. What's the connection there? And maybe tell us a little bit about your real estate adventures too. How'd you come into that sort of field? So there's really no connection other than helping people again. It seems <laughs> that's always been my jobs, but I knew from a young age, maybe middle school, that I didn't want to work for other people. So I always had it, maybe not in that sense. I knew I was eventually going to someday own my own business, but I definitely had a thought that I don't want to work for other people. So that's when I started on my fitness journey, my own business. And real estate's kind of the same. You're working for a brokerage, but you really aren't still pretty much your own boss. You create your own hours and you're doing what you want to do. So I got into real estate because... I had somebody ask me a question and she said, do you think you'll still be a personal trainer when you are in your 60s? And I was like, oh, that's a good question. I could be, but do I want to be? So I imagine I could go into like nursing homes and train older people like my niche can change. But I said, I don't know if I want to train for the rest of my life. So that's when I started thinking about real estate. More so because I would like to have investment properties down the road. And I feel like real estate really would be beneficial with that. And it just always sounded fun to me. I haven't been in it quite a year yet. But so far, I love it. And it works great with my training business. And I am trying to take my personal training business into more of an online route and do the group fitness face-to-face. -face. So I feel like it would be a really good transition for me to be able to do the real estate and the online training and group fitness. You actually have a really cool niche in doing that now that I hear your explanation as to kind of how you got into it. Because 
Now you can leverage the ability to say, well, I want to open a gym and you're a real estate agent. So you know what you're going to get yourself into in terms of the characteristics, the investment that's involved. I have a buddy of mine. His name is John Shuckman. John, if you listen to this, I say hello. He runs his own podcast called the Real Estate Survival Guide. I'll have to connect you with him then, Jen, because it would be a great connection for you to kind of learn a little bit about that because John has been doing that himself. And for anybody that is looking to do any sort of things in which you're thinking about, I want to enter this one field. I've had a guest that has talked about marketing in which you go into all these different areas that have synergy so that you can create that opportunity down the road, no matter how far away it is. So kudos to you. I mean, it, it is something that you normally won't think, oh, really? Somebody that does fitness and also can help me with selling or buying in a home? Yeah, it can make some pretty powerful connections. But Call myself the real fit agent. Yeah, there you go. And that allows for some awesome, cool taglines just like that. That movement with Jen. Yeah. And I'm the speaking from the heart dude because I haven't figured out my tagline yet. <laughs> but Jen, I'm really curious. We're getting closer to the end of our time. And I really want to ask you this one last question and get your thoughts on this. I mean, I feel that we're approaching the end of the year. We're going to start a new year, 2024. And I often think about the fact that most people have zero goals. They have mm -hmm. set nothing. And then they're going to go and they're going to go to a crunch fitness. Nope. No harm to that. And they're going to spend the initiation fee and then they're going to have their monthly membership. They're going to say, yes, I'm going to lose this weight or I'm going to work on my nutrition. We all know it. It's the 1st of January, the 2nd of January. Normally they're going in and they're going to work on these goals. And I'm using big air quotes for my listeners as I say that because we all know that it can be such a struggle. For someone like you that has been through a couple industries and you're building yourself, what is it that you would say to somebody, even somebody that's listening to this, that is saying, yeah, I do want to do this, but I want to do it intentionally. When it comes to fitness, which my question is more about, what would you say to someone just to help them stay accountable, especially as we enter the new year? What are your thoughts? I would say you want to start with hire a trainer. <laughs> Smart <No>. answer. <laughs> You're more likely to go to your trainer if you are paying for one, but start small. So you can't necessarily rely on a friend. If you want to go to the gym, sometimes it's saying, I'm going to go with a friend doesn't always work because then that friend doesn't go, which causes you to then not go. So... Really kind of just focus on yourself and you have to give yourself small goals to complete and write them down. So I think of like a staircase and you have on each step, you have a goal that you want to meet and you can't go from the bottom step and jump to the very top step. You have to walk up the stairs to get to that final destination. So if you're somebody that has never gone to the gym or you stopped going to the gym, start out by going two times a week and schedule it. So actually put it in your calendar that this is when you're going to the gym or this is what time you're working out and do not cancel those plans for any other plan. You are going to the gym 
and stick to that goal. And then when you're in the gym, just start out small. I always say, walk on the treadmill, watch what other people are doing. So that's how I learned how to do everything in the gym. Most everything is I watched other people and then I just did what they did. And then you can learn more as you go. Start out with like a small weight loss goal. Focus on changing with your nutrition one thing at a time. So if you drink soda, maybe stop drinking soda. If you don't eat fruits and vegetables, add in a fruit and a vegetable for your meals throughout the day. Eat your veggies first and eat more protein because that keeps you fuller longer. That kind of thing. But definitely write it down because you're more likely to follow your goals if you write them down and see them on paper. Such powerful advice because for some people, they don't even write it down. And that is something that I have even reminded my own clients when they go through my coaching program too. write it down, make yourself accountable. And we actually work on that to then check in and see how things are going. And if it is a struggle, we adjust, we move the needle to make it so that it isn't as overwhelming or overbearing. So I think that's some pretty powerful advice, especially as we enter this new year and Jen, I want to give you the last few minutes now. If you like to pitch Valkyrie Fitness, let us know how we can get in contact with you. How is it that we could schedule some time if we want to learn a little bit more about what you're doing and how you can help potential clients, maybe even real estate too. Since you are that fit gal, I'm sure that you can also help them out with a fit home as well. So I want to give you the last few minutes, Jen, go ahead. All right, so Valkyrie Fitness, I actually have a Facebook page. It's just Valkyrie Fitness. You can find me on there. You can follow me. I post a lot of stuff with my boot camps and just other information about fitness in general. My classes are $12 a class, or you can purchase a punch card, which is $60, and there are six punches on the card. So it's a little cheaper if you get a card. And I do that because I want people to be accountable and come to class. And then I offer class on Saturdays because I do live in New Cumberland. So Saturday mornings, 7.30 a.m. to 8.30. And you can message me for that address. It's a disclosed location. And then with training, I am getting into the online fitness, which is great for people that maybe can't afford a one-on-one personal trainer. And that is an entire program that I write personally for my clients and there's video demonstrations in there so they can go do it in the gym and then we have check-ins every week along with some other fun activities for them to do and then of course my personal training which is one-on-one and face-to-face and I have done some virtual personal training also but if you are looking to sell your home now is the time to sell in a sell a seller's market and you can hit me up and I will sell your house. I will help you find a house to buy. But yeah, I work for Berkshire Hathaway. And you can just hit me up on Facebook and find me and chat with me through there. Awesome. And thank you, Jen. I think that a lot of people might be interested in not only getting a house, but also getting trained at the same time. So that in itself makes it so competitive. (laughs) (laughs) But I have to tell you, thank you so much for just sharing so many different aspects about your life. And really, what I find interesting is that you beat your twin sister onto a podcast. So congratulations. You get that stamp. Sorry, twin sister. You're going to have to reach out to me. Nah, 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 nah. 
But Jen, all seriousness, thanks for being on Speaking from the Heart. I really enjoyed our conversation today, and it was really good getting to know you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to thank Jen again for being part of the show and listening to her story, especially with the way that she got started homegrown with the gym that she had, Valkyrie Fitness really helped to put in perspective the fact that many of the best ideas are started right at home. And for her, especially with her twin sister, which was quite a surprise to me when I found out about it, is that it really helped to understand and create some of the best things that she's doing with her sister as well. I think that for many of us, we think about the fact that bodybuilding, this big, bulky muscles that we can have, almost like Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think that for many of us, we often think, man, I don't know if we really want to do that. I really don't feel like we need to be that strong in our lives. But being able to strength train, especially with the things that we are tackling in our lives, whether that is going to the grocery store, being able to drive to one place to another in a sort of endurance race, or even walk around the theme parks that are local to even where you're located at, can be really important. We can have different people that help us to push us along the way. And I love the fact that she even shared some of those stories about some of those people after I asked her about them that really helped to showcase that they can make a lasting impact on others. We can all play off of those strengths and create some of those best versions of ourselves as a result of creating not just that strength training exercise program, but maybe getting a little bit of nutrition on the side, which, hey, if you talk to Jen, and her twin sister can certainly do that for you. And especially as we approach the new year, I think that health and fitness is so important for many different aspects of our lives. I think that it helps us to reflect on the importance of not only the things that we need to do to take care of ourselves in the physical sense, but it allows us to have the proper feeding of our brains, of our muscles, of our entire bodies, which in itself need the chemicals and the nutrients to help ourselves become some of the best things, the best positive things. Because if we feed ourselves the wrong way, and we feed ourselves different things that often aren't healthy, those negative things are really what we consume. Those are the things that oftentimes create that lack of energy, that inability to move forward, to be able to understand truly with pure conviction, what we can do to create the opportunities that exist. And we need to be able to follow those like-minded people that are positive, that have those opinions about themselves that can change our opinions about our own selves. But oftentimes then, too, you might hear, well, don't worry about those other people. They're not like you. Why should it matter? And I know, I've talked about that in many episodes, about the importance of just staying away from those toxic people. Don't even associate with them. But when I talk about association, when it comes to people, I'm always referring to the fact that we need to have positivity. We need a community that surrounds ourselves with the expectation of saying that we are not going to go down that path. Instead, we're going to go down another path that allows us to build that energy, or what I like to call building that synergy. Oh, yes, that sort of energy level when we are able to synchronously create 
that opportunity of different areas where we're sinking ourselves and helping ourselves achieve the goals that are in mind. But I think that sometimes we get in a little bit over our head. And we even talked about it in this episode about the importance of just doing the small things. Jen really broke it down in some great ways in which we can even just start out in the new year, which I want to repeat. First off, start small. It doesn't have to be these big changes that you do. And I'm not literally just talking about eating rice instead of just eating the cheesy rice. I'm not even just talking about eating food that is often bad, like the M&Ms, which I know you're still putting them up because of Christmas. It's after Christmas, though. Put the M&Ms down. I think that for many of us, though, it's about starting with the small things that we can change. Maybe we can get up 15 minutes earlier than we usually do so we can journal, write about the things that we want to accomplish in a day, take the tasks that we want to have in order to create successes so that we feel a little bit better about ourselves. We start to write those things down. That's even a second step in itself. It's one thing to just think about it. It's another thing to just write it down because when you write it down, it has a whole other visual impact. Because we can visually see it in our minds, but visually seeing it on a piece of paper, or even on a notepad for that matter, which I always keep to the side of me, can make such a big difference. But the purpose of all of this is to just start small, to grow big. Doesn't this sound familiar with what Jen's story is? She started small in just a little fitness studio in her own home, bringing in people that she knew she could help. And doing that, especially the boot camp and creating those opportunities, I think that you start to really see how much of an impact you can have so that then eventually that value grows inside of you. It's almost like a seed that was planted and turns into a beautiful flower with strong roots at its foundation. Because just in Jen's case, those powerful words of positivity turned into an awesome fitness business that she's now been doing for over five years. As a matter of fact, it has allowed her to expand into a real estate career that is just only beginning. But it has allowed her to make connections not only for her own business, but to help people find a home, maybe for the first time or even for the tenth time. It is something of remarkable influence, of great creativity, to bodybuild yourself into something that you never thought you could see yourself in the mirror to become. Because having the roots of being able to just start somewhere can help you become something that you never thought possible. And we can do it all by ourselves. We can do it with groups. But the most important thing that we do with all of those things is to have fun. We can all have fun with the experiences that lie ahead. I think we all have to be willing to understand that there's connections to all those different aspects of our lives if we're willing to have that fun, if we're willing to create those best versions of ourselves, if we're just willing to understand that maybe having different people to help us get from point A to point B can shift the mental focus that we have inside of ourselves. Sound familiar? We've had fitness instructors, 
fitness gym owners. We've had nutritionists on this show that have talked about that this past year. And I think that there's something worth noting that the consistent theme that we hear in each of those stories is about learning how we can grow. And Jen's is no different. But you have to have the right energy levels with the right people surrounding you. This is my challenge to you as we start out the new year of 2024. What are you waiting for to change that mindset? What are you waiting for to help you move from point A to point B? Because we can help ourselves and not be surrounded with that negative context anymore. It isn't just about getting into the gym and working on that treadmill because there's so much more equipment than just that treadmill in the gym. It's about building areas of your life that you never thought you could build out. And hey, you might actually have a twin that you meet along the way that might be doing such a similar process that you might want to compete with them too to see who's the best. Jen's doing that. I think for many of us, we're doing that. We have our own twin. It's the positive and the negative sides of us. Who are you going to let win? The negative or the positive? For all of us, it's something that we can all do. And that's why this community, speaking from the heart, has been a positive influence for me in the year 2023. And I want to take the last few moments to say thank you so much for all the support that you have given me as I started my journey with this podcast and look forward to sharing more fantastic episodes with you in the year 2024. But with that said, as your podcast host, Joshua D. Smith, thank you for speaking from the heart with us this year. And thank you for listening, especially to episode number 74 of Speaking from the Heart. And in the new year, I look forward to hearing from your heart very soon. Thanks for listening. For more information about our podcast and future shows, search for Speaking from the Heart to subscribe and be notified wherever you listen to your podcasts. Visit us at www.yourspeakingvoice.biz for more information about potential services that can help you create the best version of yourself. See you next time.